Hello and welcome back to our podcast channel and today I am joined by Eva. Hey. <laughs> hey Eva, how are you doing? I'm wonderful, thank you. I'm excited to be on your podcast. I feel honoured. so good so good listen I'm gonna put you on the spot a little bit Eva you know this is how we roll give us a 60 second elevator pitch who you are where you're based what you do yeah so my name is Eva I'm a bridal hair and makeup artist for now almost 10 years here in Germany I started out um, as a MAC employee trained with MAC worked with MAC and TG with hair so and ever since I've been working with brides before I like because I just preferred working in this one-on-one relationship rather than doing shoots doing uh, editorial and so on so um, this is what I do I'm more focused on the luxurious very um, yeah special brides that are looking for extra service so I'm I wouldn't say that I can help those brides that are looking for boho or um, other styles in that direction I'm more for the classic romantic elegant styles I love to do it so this is um, what my business is all about I love that and do you know what Eva that actually leads really well into my next thought which was talk a little bit about your ideal client and how that has evolved for you in your brand yeah so obviously when I started out I had no idea I was happy for everybody coming to my business and everybody who booked any service with me right so but after a while I realized listen there is so much more possible and it is um is it is possible to combine what I like to do what I love to do most which is um, providing great service, um, special service to those special brides in the elegant and more romantic um, area than to everybody. Um, so, and those brides, um, it was, I mean, it was a little bit difficult at the beginning, but after a while I realized there is a market for that. It might not be as present and easy to target as it is with other styles such as boho or vintage or whatever but it it definitely is something that um, worked out really well for me so yeah and it's so interesting you know you talked about maybe there not being so much of a market segment for that luxury uh ride out there and that is so true you know i'm going to drop a nugget now only one percent of the marketplace is that luxury high spend bride um yeah. which is why it's good that you know we don't just market to the you know much much more expensive weddings but we also look at the ones that want your style either and they're just really really keen to work with you as a dream you know as your dream client um talk about how your style has changed and what you've done to you know inspire yourself and your brand yeah, just what you just said, what to mention. No, the luxurious are not always the rich and famous. So That's the luxurious fine. so the luxurious are those people that have an abundant heart. So oftentimes it um it is about those people that are really willing to give and really willing to invest uh, in their bridal styling. So just to mention, so I wanted to make that clear. It, it, you can also have the prize payers in the within the rich and famous group, absolutely. Yes. So um, 
I, I want to make sure that everybody who, that, so the goal is to have them who would love to benefit from this service, not to be part of a special group, right? Yeah. Yeah. So my, like uh, my style has, what was it, like where my style has evolved, right? styles evolved and I've seen you know where do you get your inspiration from yeah. uh, what, what what has inspired you to change your brand and go that way huh. so I've been a fan from Bo from Bo Tears for years Love so I, it, yeah <laughs> so um it happened I think five years ago when I saw one picture on Instagram um, and I, when I just met her a couple of weeks ago, I, I uh, showed her this picture. So I saw this picture and this picture for some reason spoke to me. It wasn't a bride sitting in a really lovely environment um, with back towards the photographer with an amazing updo, a lovely dress and just full of style. And I'm like, oh, I fell in love with this whole image and the picture and what is presented, right? So um, I was inspired by her mostly. So I did like I tried a, a long, long time doing textures, up styles, texture, whatever. Everything was texture, but I realized, okay, I'm more the elegant girl. I always was. I like to be more. I like when something is breathtaking in a room. When a person enters a room and everybody stops breathing because she's so beautiful. Um, well, because her. Sorry. I yeah. was just sorry to interrupt you that I was just thinking to myself like that's so true that you always knew you were that elegant stylist but it took quite a long time to come out of you yeah and the reason is because um in one of your classes we've been talking about that a business problem is a private problem in uh, originally right yeah and one thing that I had to realize is am I allowing myself to being that person who is able to provide such a service to those brides and am I also willing to accept that I am in a way dressing the same way as those girls I might not always show up in an elegant whatever gown yeah but generally speaking I am that I am also that girl I would like to be that girl I would like to enter a room and everybody is like, oh, right? I would like to make an impact. And you are your ideal client there, then, either. I really. am, in a way. <laughs> in, a, I am in a way. But this is this is what I realized is my main theme um, among my brand, among my business, through everything I do. I want to equip every bride with what I, whatever I can do to make her the stunning and shining star on her wedding day in her environment and her lovely venue. So when she enters the crowd, when she goes out, everybody is like jaw dropping, right? So I have another business. So I'm working on as a stylist during the week um, for spe special clients, not many of them, but a few. And it's the same thing. So when whatever they do, most, most of them are business people. So they have their audience, right? They have a stage they go to, whether it might be a board meeting or whatever. And I want to equip them with the right look so that when they enter the room, everybody stops breathing because they are here and they want to be listened to. So, yeah. But it had to be, I had to allow it, had to allow it myself first. Because before I could give it to others. And here the barrier was 
what what would others say yeah what, so the barrier was yeah, yeah. so what, other, what would others think would i still be liked yeah. would i still be loved in yeah. a way would i still be accepted and the truth is i'm not <laughs> and i know in a way i never was but on the other hand it is not necessary to be so um and it's not it's not the goal to be everybody's darling and kind of um, not shine your light just to be accepted it's an old truth you see it everywhere but it's a different thing reading it and living it oh my goodness that is like truth bomb right there yeah i i think so and of course Bo helped me so much because when I went to her for training, like one scenario in my mind was always what she, like her pictures are million dollar people pictures, right? Yeah. So these girls are like, woo. yeah, millionaires wives. And like, I'm like, wow, you look red carpet. So I went there and I thought, okay, everything is probably going to be 150% here. Yeah. Like from the, from the brushes to the, the, and so on. And then I go there and I meet a lovely young, like young woman who has a lovely boyfriend, so down to earth, just as my world is the same thing. And her gift is to provide brides with just what I described. And this was so relieving, relieving to me not to be intimidated, but, by my image in my head that everything had to be perfect or everything had to yeah it's so important Eva because you we as women we almost build ourselves up to have to be this high status person to serve a high status person would you agree with that That, that's exactly what I wanted to describe yeah I thought if I'm not wearing Dior I'm not worth serving Dior people I and think now this what's is... the thought what now what do you think mm -hmm. the thought is I'm more than Dior and I'm serving Dior people and it's absolutely not necessary to wear every brand on earth that you that I might not be able to afford in order to do a good job it is not necessary the the highest value that is within all this scenery is me. It is me. It is what I can do, how I smile. It's my personality. It is what I'm brave to do. I went to Bo. I was really brave. Like I was scared to help. <laughs> um, so it's not about the brands and or what rich people might have. It's I am the thing and if you know, I believe that huh. I feel like this is a different Eva that I'm sitting with because as somebody that has been in my world for a long time and there was a time when you dipped out and a time when you came back this time the mindset shifts the business woman shifts this is profound to me yes. to this and I just want to say a massive congratulations to you because Man, it's taken some inner work, hasn't it? Talk about that. Yeah. 
So looking back, um, the most valuable class I took within the inner circle so far was, I can't remember the name exactly, was it? It was called Productivity Secrets. Yeah. And I thought, okay, we're going to meet. I had my pen and my paper, and I thought, okay, we're going to list down everything I need to do within the next two weeks, and we're only going to prioritize from A to Z, and this is it. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> so then it, it, we did nothing like that. Well, at the end, we did a little bit about it, but the main thing that really shifted my mind was all my complaining huh, is actually the reason why I'm not getting sh shit done. <laughs> so it's not, I can sit there that's and I can very well. I'm sorry to laugh, but that's exactly what I teach. You are so right. We yeah, had a yeah. whole module on procrastination. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it might also already have been listed on any fancy post on Instagram, but I never, never realized it that much. So it, it had to be within this class that I said, well, yeah. So I can sit there and I can struggle everything what's going on in my in my life, which is quite a lot. Yeah. Or I can just get it done. It's not about the volume of my task. I have two little children under the age of six. I have a husband who's 24 hours away, oftentimes during the week. I have a full, like almost full-time job during the week, an office job, a breadwinning job. So yeah. I can cry, of course, of but course. It, it won't bring me any further. So, right. And from that day, I get so much shit done. It's unbelievable. It's like I'm in a, like I, I have a routine that started right after this class. I didn't really map it out. I just started and it's like, okay, what can I do? That, 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 that. And that, there is free time in between. But there is also, okay, what is still what's what is still on my list? What still needs to be done? What is my goal? And it's running, running, running without stress. So, it is not negative stress. It is just work and I get it done. Yeah, that's what we do. Does it make sense? I hope so. I mean, I guess the question is what what's one thing you wish you'd done sooner to get to this point now? Um, it comes I think it comes down to be put on the spot in a way okay. just to, to realize and to be faced with, you are a complainer, sweetheart. Right. So and basically you, <laughs> the master class was a massive eye opener to you and you were like, okay, now I need yeah, to so look I in really, the Yeah, you, you can be. And this all, it basically it comes down to the same thing as I was talking about it before. Because when you are a complainer, you belong to a group, to all the others, right? Yeah. If you decide not to, you become lonely in a way. So is this what you want? Do you still want to be in that group that is so familiar, so comfortable? Or do you want to achieve what is important to you, your goal, and be maybe a little bit lonely, but honest to yourself? It's getting comfortable with being lonely, though. That's the thing. That's how I feel that you grow, is being comfortable with those lonely spells because sometimes success does look lonely. Yeah. For me, it wasn't so much about, like, I don't like to, I don't, I don't dislike 
being lonely. I like to have my freedom from people I don't like. <laughs> and yeah, it was more the fear, either are you really going to be successful? And it still is. Fear of success. Is yeah. wishful thinking or is this something that could come true? And it's still a process and it's reminding myself every day to believe in something that is not there yet, mm -hmm. but that will come. Because I'm working for it, I'm praying for it, and um, I'm doing the work. And I'm at the end of the day, I would be lying to myself if I would still be sticking with the group of complainers. Because this is what I want. I don't want to complain anymore. I want to get shit done. And I don't want to be joined by the group that I don't like anymore. I'm sorry. I think this and is a revelation for a lot of female entrepreneurs out there, Eva, that will be listening and they're wondering why they're not growing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like in my business job, I meet many, many uh, company owners, many men. And um, for them, in a way, it, it this is never this has never been a problem. But because for them, this getting shit done in a way is in a, is normal. Either they have an assistant who does it, <laughs> or um, but to them, being the lonely lion in a way is normal. Yes, That's right. it might be that it, it, yeah they may might have some groups, but oftentimes. Uh, superficial groups because they need to join them but they are still after their goals and after their dreams and they just make they just get shit done without thinking too much about it and this was uh, this was really like something where I thought well that's right in a way it's it's a good thing think about our community do we get shit done in the same headspace either or are we complaining or are we kicking back like yeah there's manifest talk about that because mm -hmm. it's about well, um, you know we said this before but the five people that you hang out with show me them and i'll show you your future so true yeah or i show you your problems <laughs> like it's yeah so what i like what i learned in england as well is and what is in the group what i didn't really get when i just joined the group i was like hey, what are they talking about but really both Bo is in like an impersonation of helping others. Yes, she charges, of course. She's a businesswoman as well, and she she knows she knows her worth. But and she she always wanted to help and encourage. And in Germany, like in my area, this is different. And I didn't realize it when I heard uh, so many people in the in the community and in the inner circle talk about this. Like they were always encouraging each other, helping each other to the to the point where they sent over some examples from from work they did or um, really practical things you could adapt right away and you could do right away. There was never something holding back because they were afraid of competition or. Um, afraid of not being, I don't know, not being seen enough or something. This was never a topic. And was, when I when I worked with her, I realized, ah, this is well, what was Carrie talking about. You know what? I always say this where there's passion, there's money. 
And I believe that, you know, Bo is a very passionate person about helping people. And and I believe, I mean, I just think to myself as an international client, what could you learn from us in the UK? But actually, you've already answered that question in that you're learning more than, from us than you are in your own country. I mean, I haven't worked, I only have worked here so far. And it's been a disappointment, really a disappointment. I have one old colleague from Mac who who actually is from Ghana. So she's she's Ghanaian. She's not even German. <laughs> and she's the only person I can discuss openly and freely about everything. And the only person. Germans? Like I mean, I my- can't we can't generalize. Like I don't know the whole of Germany and other no, but, Me neither, me neither. But I really I'm, <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to blame them, but it's like many, I don't know. The higher you go, the harder it gets. And it yeah. it might really be like a, a nationality thing, but um, this was really hard to me. I always enjoyed this also in other countries, in the US or everywhere I went, where people were for you, trying to help you naturally, trying to show you the way around. This is different here. It is different. I'm sorry to, to blame my people. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking, do you think there's something in that? Because I always think our live path is always trying to tell us something. So if you're not getting that success or that traction or that growth in your own country, yet you yeah. see that elsewhere. Yeah. Let's talk about dreams and goals, right? Because you don't just want to work in Germany, right? Talk about that. Yeah, I stopped, I stopped uh, complaining about the Germans. I changed my, I changed, I said, I, I did the work and I took a step and I, uh, on my bio, on my Instagram bio, standing, I would like to work. Like there is availability for UK and Europe. So um, this is I what I did. So I can, I mean, I can't change it here. It, I can only change myself and how I react. Um, and I can only change what I do. So this is what I did. And um, let's see what comes. So I'm just about to set up my new website. And the first uh, page that I was discussing with um, Nadine was, Nadine, we can talk about everything else later, but the first page that needs to be ready is the destination page ready. Like, this should be the first page. You can, like, write it all down in English. I will do the German after. But this is what I like to, I want to invest in my dream because it never was my dream to be successful in Germany. I'm, um, I thrive in international environments. I studied in Canada and la la la. So be- because I felt so happy everywhere else, I decided, okay, this is what I've been given. Do it. Go everywhere else then and work. So this is what that. I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. I love that. Like, you know, you're, and this is what I say, I get asked a lot, you know, how do, you know, I hold so much energy time for so many ambitious women in the inner circle, but this is what drives me is you right you feed me by being as ambitious as you are and you have done amazing strides this year um yeah you know joining us there was a little bit of emotion wasn't there attached to that because you knew I cried when I saw Bo and I'm I cried when I left it is still and I'm I'm really I don't know when it's the big things right yeah you're like these are because I mean so much to you Eva don't they it means so much to you to me 
your idol in the hair and makeup world. It makes it means so much to you to be in our world and be in those conversations. Um, yeah. And I know how much this all means to you. And I cannot wait, wait to see you grow and flourish more. So a massive thank you to you for joining the podcast today. Um, thank you. If anybody wants to find you, where can they find you online, Eva? So it's Eva Schulze, it's S-C-H-U-L-Z-E and styling in one word on Instagram. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to meet new faces. So have a look on this site. Amazing. And we have a new masterclass coming up next month, which is Double Your Income with Brides. Are you excited for the next masterclass, Eva? I mean, come on. Who isn't? Like, I love it. I love it. What would you say to anyone that's on the fence of joining the masterclass to see what happens behind the Trust them? what Kerry says. Okay. So I was re- like, I was thinking about what made me join Kerry's. Uh, like when we met, you had lit, uh, you had a different format. Um, but I was okay. I was looking back. Okay, what made me join her? Right. So I was thinking about that. And it was that you were talking about what I wanted, which is more money through what I love doing and it really happened I remember I had 200 and something followers and now I have doubled my followers I have 600 since (laughs) (laughs) the most money so far and the what you've been talking about in this little headline on Instagram was true which headline was that I think it was something like double your income with brides, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're going to do. We want to be able to double everyone's income by December 31st because we head into engagement season. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And of course, <laughs> I'll see your gorgeous face there. Thank you, Eva, for joining the podcast today. You have yeah, been a star guest. You oh, you're so welcome. I'll see you on the inside. Okay, see you. Bye, Carrie.